We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. It's a new episode. Oh, 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 yeah. Remember when we used to start the shows with you singing? I know. That was pretty cool. That was great. I, I like that. I, I like that. We tried, when we first started doing that, we would have a song we did together. Oh, okay. And then after like three or four times, you're like, you just do it. Yeah. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I so I don't oh, remember that. Oh, I know. We we were talking in our group text about something hilarious you had said the night before. And you're like, oh, my gosh, did I say that in an episode? <laughs> but I hadn't said it in an episode. You had said, said it the it night in the before group text. in the group text. So I had never actually said it. I had written the words. Well, I mean, not with pen and paper. Right. It was about um, What's going how on? much I like penises. Oh, yeah. Um, welcome to Hot Drinks. <laughs> how they're hard and yet soft on the outside. I think you said that line. Mm. No. That was me? I don't remember. I think it was just echoing. Okay. Affirming. Okay. Um, this is a podcast called Hot Drinks. Right. It's about drinks and it's about hot drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and how penises are hard yet soft. Yet soft on the outside. It's Smooth. like the skin kind of slips around. <laughs> it's so you know? nice. Oh it's my hard God. underneath. But when you move it, that skin kind of slides. It does. On the hard stuff. And that's... That's delightful. Wonderful. What a lovely texture. <laughs> it's just a lovely texture. And they're warm? They are. They're full of blood. They're full of blood. It's very hot. Very warm. Anyway. Yeah. My name is Brother Jack Coffey. <laughs> I'm the Latter Day Twain. And this is a podcast. <laughs> We're doing great. We should, we sh- well, never mind. Um, this is season 18, episode 24. <laughs> Wait, none of those words are true. Um, so welcome. <clears throat> it's been two years since we've recorded. <laughs> Last time we recorded was in late 2020. Gentle listeners, I thought you were just going to leave it at 2000. <laughs> late 2000. You know, podcasts Did were a big thing in the podcasts? 2000s. No, we didn't even have iPhones in oh, that time. Oh, Really? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we didn't. No, I remember didn't. now. I remember now. We you're didn't. right. You're right. Um, um, okay, so, um, wait, what? Go ahead. Oh, I don't know. Okay. So, we have this thing <clears throat> that we do, you and I. We get to wather together and we watch Interview with a Vampire. We do. Tonight, we, do. we watch the final episode of the season. Right. Of this first season. Right. With beautiful number one and beautiful number two. It's, this show is so fucking it's hot. It's so hot. It's so, and there was not even any like sexy parts in tonight's episode. And it was But it was still, still fucking hot. Yes. There was a lot of blood tonight. Uh-huh. More blood than usual. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, it's a great show. You know what? Is yes. What, what also had a lot of blood in it? Huh. A, Penises. A penis. A hard penis. A hard penis. <laughs> So anyway. Do you think the vampires are hard <laughs> when they're biting people? Probably, right? Oh, I would assume. Yeah. Because they're also just so much blood is coming into them. It's got to go somewhere. It's got to fill So up. they're like rock hard. <laughs> like you could bounce a nickel off of it. So there's this scene tonight where. Spoiler alert. Not really. Where Louis and Lestat are dancing. Yes. <clears throat> in front of all these people in the 1940s in New Orleans. Right. And they kiss. 
Right. And there are people at this Mardi Gras party that are like, <gasps> yeah, because you know it's the 1940s, right? And one couple just left. And they we- were Mormons. Right. <laughs> they were the two Mormons. <laughs> We're at a Mardi Gras party in New did Orleans in 1944. Just in 19, kidding. 1940? I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, did. the Mormons but, were like, we've got to and go. Then, and then their uh, little girl, or, you know, Claudia. Their 36-year-old little girl, yeah. <clears throat> she comes and says, excuse me, can I finish the dance? And so she finishes the dance with... Louis. Um... Y- yes. Yes, that's And Lestat walks away. Right. And I'm just thinking, how's he going to dance with her when his dick right. is just saluting? Just right at attention. Right. <laughs> you know when they kiss that their dicks were sort of like, plop, 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 kind of slapping each a, other. Is there a term for that? Uh, slappity, slap, no, I don't know. Tickety-tack, slappity-tack. There was a point in the show where they touched fingers. No, it was cigarettes. Oh, they touched cigarettes. Louis touched his cigarettes to Lasat's cigarette. To light to it. To light it. And you said, that's a metaphor for their dicks. Uh-huh. And I said, that's called docking. And then I didn't know what docking was. So docking is if you have two dicks. <laughs> so you can't do it. I, I mean, you could do it if you were with two men. Which would be amazing. So you have two dicks and Ooh! one. I guess they could... I guess at least one has to be uncircumcised. Uh-huh. But they could both be uncircumcised, presumably. And then when you dock, it's uh, when you touch the tips and you pull the foreskin of one dick uh, over the other I dick. I am going to decease on your couch. Next time I say, like, you know, maybe I should just promote the podcast more and not keep it secret anymore. <laughs> remind you just of remind this. Just remind me of this. Remind <laughs> me of us talking about oh, docking. Oh, wow. Anyway, I haven't done docking. I would love to. I haven't either, because you know why? You don't have a dick. That's right. And also, I didn't know what it was till tonight. But I would love to. Um, anyway, well, great. I'm glad we had that talk. Do you have any comings and blowings? Well, yes. Okay, please tell. As you know, Brother Coffee, uh-huh. this morning, I hit submit on my first grad school application. That's amazing. I know. Amazing. Um, and now that I've finished one application, which right. was kind of like a mind fuck, like, right. oh, I'm applying to a university. Right, right, right. I kind of have like a template and right. now I can apply to others. You can reproduce this action. Yes. yes. And so we'll see. Because um, no offense, but you're not young anymore. <laughs> and We're that old. Was, that was laborious for my left brain. It, yes. It was hard to do. And, and I would just like to publicly <laughs> apologize because you sent me your letter of intent uh-huh. and I never gave you notes on no, it. No, that's okay. I read you're, it. You're going through something. I'm going through some stuff. <laughs> I read it and I was like, oh, I'm going to send a polo. And then uh-huh. I never did. Yeah. And all of our other friends did. And then I didn't. Um, Not all the others. Okay. Uh, Cindy slash Morag just said, I loved it. And I cried through the whole thing. Like, oh, okay. didn't give me any feedback, right. which okay. is fine. All I want to hear is praise. Right. And right. then. I want constructive feedback. And then CJ was like, I really love this part. And I really love that part. Yeah. She gave some good quality feedback. Yeah. But the version she re- read was vastly different than the one I ended up submitting. But anyway. Oh, okay. Um, I I'm just like I'm super excited. I I it's so it's so sad. It's so sad for me to say this, but I have been waiting twenty five years. I don't think that's sad. There's a lot of good roles for older women. No, no. I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just don't. ignore that. Ignore just that. ignore that. Um, but no, just like no, that's great. That I had that it was like like twenty five years ago. I would have been twenty two. Jesus Christ. That's how old I was when I had Lil Twain, my uh-huh. oldest. And 
And that's when you were like, pause on your career. Yeah. But so you push that pause button. But it was just like, well, when I'm done raising kids, I can go to grad school and, right. or be an act, you know, or whatever that means acting right. career wise. Which I will say when you're 25, you think when I'm done raising kids, like that just seems like ne- next week when I'm done raising kids. You know what I, <laughs> no. like? It just doesn't seem like that big of a deal. I know. But here you are a lifetime yeah. later. Yeah. You know, with everything that's happened with your marriage and your children. Quarter and, of a century. You know, yeah. And now you're Jesus like. Jesus Christ. I fucking know. I fucking know. Okay. Well, great. <sighs> Maybe for the patrons. Uh-huh. I'll post my statement oh, you of should. purpose. People might like that. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, I'd be curious to read it since, <laughs> since you sent it to me and I didn't read it. Um, okay. Do you have okay. other comings and blowings? Um, I kind of went to my son, my youngest son, who's a senior in high school. I went to school and had it out with the teachers. Okay. Yelled at them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and what I was really yelling at, and, and I'll probably share the details of this on the Patreon as well. Um, but what I was really yelling at them about, well, what I was really yelling about was capitalism and two was capitalism in America and what that's done to the school system. It doesn't serve the kids whatsoever. And so they invited me to this meeting to air my grievances. And I was like, you know, we're not going to come to a whole lot of conclusions here because ultimately you just want my son to graduate. Anyway. Like they're they they have to do certain things yeah. a certain way. Blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. and I just and they would say that, and I'd go, yeah, and that's that's just too bad. My son goes to a performing arts high school, and because he is not at the moment on track to graduate because of ripple effects that started when we were all in lockdown when he right. was tenth grade and right. doing online school, um, they keep taking performance opportunities away from him, right. Right. and. Uh, and I lost my goddamn mind. Here's the thing. Tell me. The, the, I, I believe in public education. Tisha, my ex-wife, was a public school teacher. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She taught, well, you know, before we had babies. Oh. But, like, I just think the whole system needs to be burned to the ground and rebuilt. Yeah. Up, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, see, like... CJ always points out, like, we make our kids take all these stupid math classes that it, that they never use. It just causes stress and anxiety and panic for most kids. Yeah. But, and like, it's, like, the kind of math you literally never use in your life. Right. You know, and also, like, literally all of our children have a calculator in their pocket. What the fuck is and the they, point? And they can ask Siri to, like, do math To do the equation. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. The other day, the other day <clears throat> when I was rallying against the Mormon church, I was trying to figure out what percent... Of 125 billion something was. And I just asked Siri. And oh, she just told me. And that, she was like, it's this percent. And you know what? That's math. I didn't have to do. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the whole educational system is just so. The fact that it starts so fucking early. Anyway. Right. My kids well, are there's so many things wrong with yeah. it. And I, so you yelled about it. And I brought up you by name. Gave them your social security. Oh, no, the, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I brought up you and my other Gen X parents parent friends who are also like we're not leading with uh you know fear in our parenting the motivation for our kids is they're not afraid of us um like we were of our parents and we lead with love and we lead with oh you're having mental health issues let's really dig in and not just dismiss them and you better go to school or you'll be sorry yeah we went we went to school because our 
parents would kill us if we didn't go. Yeah, it like wasn't we, even a thinkable thing. No. To no, not no, no, go. No. And I'm not like saying nobody should go to school, but you and I both have kids with severe mental health issues. Yeah. Yeah. And that we Which have. Which is so weird because I'm just so even killed. <laughs> like, I don't know where they. I am just. I'm a ship on a calm and glassy sea. Flying high. And I don't know where they came from. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, I'll get into that more in a Patreon post. Okay. So, what do you have any? I have a coming and a blowing. Oh. I mean, it's kind of all one thing. But you're not. Are you on Twitter? Ish. Ish. Okay. I just want to give a quick recap of what's happening on Twitter. Okay. Because this has been one of the funnest weeks ever. Oh. And the saddest. Is it because of the elections? No. No. So Elon Musk bought Twitter. Right. And one of his first acts, because somehow, because, you know, on Twitter, if you're like a notable figure, you're a, you know, you're a journalist, you're a reporter, you're a politician, you're a famous person, you can have a, or you're a business, you can have a verified account with a check. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That says that you are... Actually, the person that you say you are. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, well, somehow in the in the right wing baby brain, having a blue check has become this sign of like being like a liberal elitist, like these blue <laughs> checks God. telling us what to do. So one of Elon's first acts was to say, if you pay eight dollars, <laughs> you can get a blue check. And so so therefore it means nothing yeah. because, you know, it's no longer saying you are actually this person. It's just saying... <laughs> You subscribe to this service. And for literally like three hours one day, you could have a blue check and then below your name it would say official with a check, which meant you were verified. And then that went away because Elon didn't like that. Like, oh, And he literally said my. like, I hate it, I've killed it. Oh my God. But it God. was alive for like three hours. Oh my God. And then, and then it went to where you could like, if you clicked on a blue check, it'll tell you this person has a blue check because they're a notable individual or this person has a blue check because they have paid for Twitter blue. What the fuck? So you could kind of see it that way. It's like the snitches. And now at this point, you can't buy a blue check anymore because of the havoc that has been wrought. Oh. It's been what? so fucking delightful. <laughs> so people will just like make an account and they will call themselves Ted Cruz and they will put <laughs> Ted Cruz's picture and they will say and they will tweet the first time I slid my penis into a human woman. <laughs> it felt just as good as mother told me it would, you know, <laughs> or they will. But the really good ones, and this is why Twitter, and this is why this is sad, because probably within like a week, Twitter won't exist anymore. Because Elon Musk, no, for real, Elon Musk will be sued out of existence. The really good ones, people are impersonating businesses. So someone impersonated Chiquita Banana and said, we just overthrew the government of Brazil. And then the real Chiquita Banana account had to tweet that that wasn't true. Oh my God. All sorts of stuff like this. But the best one is a company... There's one better than the Chiquita Banana. Oh, bananas? so much better. Um, There's a company called Eli Lilly, I think. They're a pharmaceutical company, and they make insulin in the United States. Uh-huh. So someone created a fake account oh, for them no. and said, just so you know, insulin is now free. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and, then the, oh. and then the other account tweeted and was like, no, that's not our real account. We're sorry there's this false information. Please follow our actual account. And then the fake account was like, no, they're the fake account. Oh, oh, We're the oh, real account. oh, oh, oh. oh. And guess what happened? What? This company's stock lost like $25 billion in one day. Like their stock like plummeted. The fuck up. And now all these politicians are retweeting the the real account that said like, hey, this was tweeted in error and saying maybe instead of trying to stop this account, you should point, you should 
explain why you charge thousands of dollars for insulin when the man who invented insulin sold the patent for a dollar so that it could be free because he knew it was life-saving so it's just like it's but you know like those companies are going to sue elon musk because they just lost like 25 billion dollars of their market value in one day anyway it's been such a delightful train wreck dear god it's so funny like people keep saying like this is like the bus ride on a field trip or this is like when the substitute teacher comes and loses oh, control of the class oh my god you know we're just like twitter has become like ungovernable yeah and it's been so delightful but really truthfully i really think twitter will end because of this like well and the other thing that i didn't even say elon musk fired half of twitter yeah laid off 50 percent of twitter yeah and then this week all of the like main legal counsel for twitter quit <sighs> And basically said, the things you're doing are not in line with, like, with, like, policies that we have to follow with the federal government in regards to, like, reporting and, like, finances and stuff I don't understand. But they basically said, like, you are going to be sued for billions of dollars. And so we're leaving. So all of the legal counsel left. There was a really great article in Axios about what's going on. And and at the top of the article, it said, we reached out to Twitter for comment, but Twitter no longer has a communications department. (gasps) So like, it's just. Oh my God. So everyone is leaving. It's a disaster. Oh my God. So like one day I'm going to open, click on the Twitter app and nothing will be there. Wow. So I've literally gone and I've deleted all my DMs because if there was any personal information in those or personal photos, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. I don't think those are secure anymore. So Uh I got rid of all of those. Anyway. Oh my God. It's been delightful, but I'll be really sad if Twitter goes under. This is. But it's been so fucking funny to watch. A massive deal, though. No, it's a huge deal. It's, like, blowing my mind. Twitter has been a tool that has helped, like, the Arab Spring. Yeah. And and other... I I mean, it's been such an incredible tool. Right. And it's such a shame to hear what's happening. Yeah. It It may actually just go under and cease to exist. At the rate... At this rate, that wouldn't make sense. All because a giant man baby, Elon Musk... God wanted made a joke that he could pay forty four billion and buy Twitter. What a and so we did. What a fucking dick. Anyway, it's been it's it'll be a fun it'll be a fun last few days if that's the case. He's such a cunt. He's such a cunt. Okay. Okay, great. Well, that, well these were. Uh, so that was a coming and a blowing and a blowing. I never know which one's bad and which one's good. I don't think it matters. Okay. I think it's for you to decide, viewer, yeah. gentle listener. Free to choose. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> tonight. So, tonight. We want to talk about Mormons. Yeah. As we do. Yeah. What, what did, what's the, what's the top five? How did you interpret it? Because I feel like I told you something and then as I was writing them, it kind of changed. Well, I, as far as I understand, it's the top five things that Mormonism gets wrong. Yeah. So for me, I almost texted you this, but for me, it has sort of become things that seemed normal when I was a Mormon, but uh-huh. now that I'm on the outside, I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah, so, that, that's kind of what my yeah. list is. I mean, and there are so many things Mormonism gets wrong, but this is some of our... So many some of our Some of our most fun ones. Right. Our because, most favorite. Because, you know, because nothing's linear. Our religious deconstruction is not linear. Right. And there are realizations and epiphanies that we have when we think that we've yeah, that we're done good. it all. Yep. 
Yep. You know, and that's kind of been lately. Yes. So hopefully this, wherever <clears throat> you are in your deconstruction of Mormonism, this will help you go, what the fuck? Yeah. I used to believe that? What the, what the fuck? fuck? So the theme of this episode is, what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. All right, let's take a break. Okay. And then we'll do a top five. Okay. Something quite delightful happened to me, and it's because of hot drinks. What was it? I don't remember. Okay. I just remember the thing happening and me going, it's because of my podcast hot drinks. You know what? What? I I think that delightful things have happened because of hot drinks. Yeah. And you know what? What? I can name one. What? What is it? It's our Patreon account. That is delightful. It is delightful unto a dish. I think the people who get it, yeah, who who are are it, are delighted by the things in our, it. Our patrons. I think they're delighted. Do you know we have patrons that pay as little as three dollars a month? Right, and they get free content. It's totally free. <clears throat> yeah, except for the three dollars they except, pay monthly. <laughs> And ex- exclusive content. It's exclusive. That's what I meant to I say. I don't even let Little Twain listen to it. Patreon.com slash hot, hot drinks. drinks. It's delightful. The Haven't we done this joke before? Um, well, Where I was singing and you like rapped? Maybe. Okay. Well, let's stop. <laughs> Okay, so if, okay, you, great. if you forgot while you were listening to that ad from October of 2021, I'm not even actually sure what the ad was for. I just put one in. <laughs> Hopefully it's for our Patreon, patreon.com slash hot drinks. We're so dumb. Um, Hopefully. But we're doing, I mean, it could be an ad for like PPEIs, which we're not even doing anymore. I hope not. Who knows? Anyway, um, it just is the production value of the show. Um <laughs> If so, if you've forgotten during that ad, we are doing <clears throat> the top five things. Mormonism gets wrong. Mormonism gets wrong. What's your number one? <clears throat> Sadness. Okay. Tell me more. This has been a hot topic with our texting and Marco Polo group. Right. Um, there's five of us in the group. You right. Know, um, as you know. But um, just that when you are Mormon... Um, you are not taught to honor very human emotions. Right. And sadness is a big one. Yes. And my thoughts on this are, um, if we felt sad, it was probably because the Holy Ghost wasn't with us. It was because of something we had done. Right. Um, and well, you just need to pray more. Right. And do other things that will invite the Holy Ghost. Right. And you won't feel sad anymore. Right. And that is some insane spiritual bypassing. Because the stopping of the sadness was the goal. Right. Like, if you're sad, that's wrong. Uh-huh. Ergo, uh-huh. what do I do to make it... What what kind of things can you do to stop being sad? Right. Because you would you should never be sad. Right. And, and those things were the run of the mill. Are you going to church? Are you right. um, reading your scriptures? I remember... The December of the year of my divorce, so probably like, um, I can't do math, seven months after the divorce, um, it was a Sunday night, and I just couldn't be in my house. 
So I took the kids to a movie and I was so depressed that I felt like my heart was being carved out of me at every second that I was awake. Right. And, um, I remember telling me, I'm just sitting in this movie that's not sad and sobbing. Right. And I stepped out of the movie and... It was probably like Rugrats Go to Paris or something. <laughs> like it was some... You had to take your... Because you had your kids. Yeah. So this was not Tar yeah. with Kate Blanchett. <laughs> this was like... And it was 2010, so whatever was like that was. This was like the Goofy movie. I don't even know. <laughs> right. Anyway. And I... Uh, so I told the kids, um, I'll be right back. I have to go make a phone call. And I called my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was sobbing. Right. And she said, Ashley, can I ask you a question? Did you go to church today? Ashley, the church is everything. Right. And all I could think was, if that was the case, then my marriage should have been hunky-dory. Yeah. And I shouldn't have been suicidal. And you shouldn't be sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was suicidal when I was married and Mormon. Right. And going to church. Yeah. I mean, Sunday. I was, I, I've been depressed at other times. Yeah. But that night I called her, I was not suicidal. Mm-hmm. I had been suicidal when I was going to church and teaching yeah. Relief Society. Yeah. And, and my ex-husband Gary was um, a high priest yeah. in his 30s. Yeah. You know? Um, Ooh, high priest in his 30s. Right? You guys were big wigs. Uh, we kind of were. We you were, were, we were kind deal. of the big deal in Cedar City. Right. Um, anyway. But he was sucking dicks. So, I mean, probably not right then, but <laughs> probably later. Probably not then, but later. But later. And, and he thought about it. He was thinking about sucking and, dicks. Which is the same which, as doing it. And they're hard, but they're, they're also, also soft. soft. Yeah. And the skin is kind of slippery. And it moves up and down. It's a great texture. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, the saddest thing, it's like, um, because we weren't taught to honor basic human emotions like sadness when we get or sad anger, or anger. Or, yeah. Um, although anger's kind of different, and maybe I'll talk about that on Patreon. <laughs> I've got all this Patreon content. I know, right? Um, but when we feel sad, um, as former Mormons doing this religious deconstruction, um, there's part of me, and I know our friend talked about this, we feel broken when we feel so we don't know how to embody it we just want to get it out of us right because it's wrong right when it's okay to sit with it it's okay to be sad right it's a it's a you know every emotion we have is trying to teach us something inform us of something yeah some things in life are really sad yeah and you (laughs) should be sad about those and, and, and pretending they're not sad or that you don't feel sad about them is yeah. not serving anyone. Right. And even grief. Grief, which is a form of sadness. Right. Um, you know, uh, the whole like they're in a better place and I'm glad they're with grandma now, with Heavenly Father. I was Father. thinking about that when you were talking that – so when my dad passed away, I was no, I was newly no longer Mormon. Wait. No, yeah, I was out of the church. Yeah, but it had not been very long. Maybe like four or five months. And I just remember at his funeral, one lady in my ward, I won't say her name, but my siblings maybe know who she is. Oh my God. Anyway, her kids were named Randy and Matthew and Robbie. Anyway. Um, you hear that, Brother Coffee siblings? She just said, 
I'm sure your dad had something so much more important to do on right. the other side. Right. And I just thought, really? Yeah. Like more important than being a grandpa to my kids? Yeah. And more important than seeing his grandkids grow up? And more important than, uh-huh. you know, like take helping us usher into adulthood? Like there's something more important? <clears throat> like what a fucked up thing to say. How do, how's that? Is that? And that's supposed to make you feel better? That would make me feel worse. No, it made me absolutely. I literally like, I, I literally remember when she said that I just turned around and like walked <laughs> away because I just could not engage in that conversation no. because I just thought that's so disrespectful yeah. to the kind of man that my dad was and the kind of grandpa that he was and, you know, the kind of father that he was to just say that like, oh, well, what he's doing now is more important than what he was doing right. for you right. and your family and your children. Right. Like so, he's got some like missionary work or it's- something. To do. So dismissive and reductive. Whoa. So one of my former sisters-in-law, her fiance died very unexpectedly, and she spiraled. And um, it hadn't even—I I don't think it had even been a week—and she spiraled to the point that she had to be hospitalized. Right. And I remember sitting in that room with her and my former mother-in-law, who's no longer alive. And she just said to her, honey, you've got to get over this. <laughs> yeah. You've got to get over your fiance dying. It's like, what is she, what is my sister-in-law supposed to go? Oh. Right. Oh, I missed that somehow. Yeah. Uh, silly me. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. What's your number so one? So anyway, sadness is valid and you should feel it and you should stop worrying about how you are not supposed to feel it. Yeah. My number one <laughs> is about this idea in Mormonism that like when something bad happens to someone, someone is sick or someone loses their job or someone can't have a baby or whatever it is, yeah. that our response as Mormons is we're going to pray for you. Right. We're all praying for you. Right. We're going to we're gonna give you a blessing. Uh-huh. Like the priesthood leaders are going to come. They're going to give you a blessing. And, and we're going to write your name on the rolls of the temple. <laughs> like we're going to write your name on a little piece of paper that goes in a little white leather dop kit uh-huh. that like zip, does, gets zipped is, up. Fucking dop kit. And gets, and like somehow those actions mean God is going to pay more attention to you than to other people. And maybe heal your illness. Right. So if you have cancer and you've got Mormons praying for you and your name's on the temple and you have a blessing, then, and and, you know, you've got four kids at home and you've got this terrible cancer and God is going to, God is going to be like, you did, you, you did it. You got enough Mormons to pray for right, you. Right, right. You, I'll you know, heal you, but not I'm this bozo you. over here. Yeah, and then there's a lady down the hall who also has cancer, who right. also has four kids at home. But God's like, fuck you. Right. Because no one put her name on the prayer rolls at the temple. Exactly. Like, it's so bonkers. It's, 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 when you look at it from the outside and you just think, you really think that God is doing you special favors uh-huh. because you're praying to him. First of all, what a horrible God to believe in. What a in. dick. What a horrible, horrible God to believe in. Yeah. If you think that like he will let other people die and suffer mm-hmm. because they don't have they don't have family members praying for them and they haven't received a priesthood blessing, but he will save you. Right. When he has the power to save, allegedly, whoever he wants. Yeah. And so a, what a horrible God. And B, like, you really think you're so fucking special? Yeah. That, like, your magical prayers just, you know, like, bypass the laws of nature and science. And right. just, you know, like, the other one I hear is when people say, like, well, we want the doctors to be inspired. 
You know, like the doctors are just these dumbasses (laughs) with like scalpels in their hand until a Mormon prays. And then suddenly the doctors are like, I know how to perform the surgery. (laughs) But before that, they're like a butcher at the Fred Meyer down the street. Right. Might as well be. Yeah. It's just so arrogant. Yeah. And it's so condescending. And it's such a horrible, horrible picture of God. Yeah. Like what a fucker. Right. Um, just up there keeping a tally. Yeah, just just like marking it off. Like, is there a is there a point? Like, if you got six prayers, but you did, but you really needed seven. Yeah. Then you're gonna die anyway. Yeah. Or like you were on the prayer roll of the Salt Lake Temple, but not the Oak Hills <laughs> Temple. What's that temple called? I don't know. Oak There is a temple called like Oak or something. Ochre. But like, so if you had been on both those prayer rolls, you would have survived. But because you only got on Salt Lake. Then you might die. Yeah. You know? Like, it's so fucking stupid. Right. So dumb. It's so fucking stupid. Insane. Anyway, Asinine. I hate Mormons. What's yeah. your number two? My numero two <clears throat> is like unto the first one. Okay. Gratitude. Oh, okay. Gratitude. That's a great thing, right? <laughs> so, especially, like, I would say, I don't know, maybe they've always been you know, on the, on the, the hog about gratitude. But, um, it seems like, especially in the last 20, 25 years, they've really been ramping it up. Be grateful, be grateful, be grateful, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Right. Um, which is also a form of spiritual bypassing and how we bypass our sadness or our anger or our despondency or frustration. Um, and, um, they even teach us that we need to be grateful for our suffering. Yeah. And that's just how they keep you down. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's just how they keep you down and brainwash you to thinking that everything's okay as long as you're Mormon. Yeah. Just be grateful for everything you have. Right. And whenever you're feeling bad, it's probably because you're not grateful enough. Look around right. you and see what right. you have. That's it, your depression means you're ungrateful, and yeah. I've actually heard that before. I, what I think, <clears throat> I mean, I do think like there is a certain amount of power in sort of having like a practice of like being a grateful person who recognizes the good in their life. Yes, but what I think that this sort of like forced gratitude leads to leads to, uh-huh. at least for me, and I would wonder if it's, I would imagine it's the same for some people listening. But like, whenever I am struggling. Like, I, you know, I have a pretty good life. Like, I have a good job. You know, I've got healthy kids. I'm healthy. You know, like, like on paper, like, I have a good life. Yeah. But but there are things that I wish were different in my life. You know, I wish sure. social things were different. I wish I was dating more. I wish <clears throat> I had a relationship. You know, whatever. But, like, in my head, when I think of those problems that I have, my brain immediately tells me, well, those are not even real. Those are stupid problems. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's right. like because like because I'm not dying of cancer, right. then I'm not allowed to be frustrated uh-huh. that, you right. know, I don't have a good dating life yeah. or I don't have a robust sex life or whatever. Right. You know, because at least I'm not dying of cancer. Yeah. You know, and, yes. and I mean, yes, like we should be grateful to be healthy and to have a healthy body and whatever, but just that idea that like your problems don't matter because they're not as bad as this person's right, problems. Right. Yeah. 
is really toxic. Yeah, you know there's this line in the feed the world. Let them know it's Christmas. Yeah, Remember yeah, that love song? that song. Yeah. Bono sings this line because, and they're talking about Ethiopia. This is right. back in the 80s yes. when everyone was starving in Ethiopia. Yeah. Um, Bono says the line that is, this is paraphrasing because I don't remember it verbatim, but just be glad it's them instead of you. <laughs> I didn't know he said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I funny. I mean, like, Jesus Christ. That is funny. That is funny. Um. So, yeah. Uh, it's this like I think both of yours and I hope this isn't your third one but I think both of yours it's this idea of like toxic positivity in Mormonism yes yes positivity above all right happiness above all gratitude above all right and no recognition for like no, sometimes life is really hard yeah. and it's worth being sad. Right. And sometimes injustices happen and you should be fucking pissed about those injustices. And Mormons want you to be unfeeling robots, yeah. Stepford wives, yeah. you know, um, because if you're not, then that means there's something wrong with being Mormon. Right. Yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, it's true. It is kind of like that's how, that is how they sell this image. Yeah. It's like how kids who go to Rick's college can't wear overalls because then it looks like they're farmers. Oh, my I don't know God. if this is still a thing, but this was for sure a thing when when I was a college-age student. If you went to BYU-Idaho, which was used to be called Rick's, yeah. you were not allowed to wear overalls or short alls because they didn't want people to think it was this, like, hick college the of, like, fuck? farmers. It's so controlling over there. But, but it's the same idea of, like, if we see Mormons that are sad and that are, you know, angry, then it flies in the face of this being the gospel of happiness. Right. So you have to be happy to help us sell this idea yeah. of the gospel of happiness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my number two is the Mormon boner for... <laughs> Joseph Smith and Brigham Young. <laughs> like, I don't feel like the Mormons do that. Like, you never hear anyone talking about, like, Lorenzo Snow. No. Like, he walked on water. Right. But Mormons fucking love Joseph Smith. Yes. Even though he was, like, a con man, probably a rapist, a pedophile, uh-huh. you know, a serial, like, philanderer, like, uh-huh. all of these things. Yeah. And Mormons have such a boner for Brigham Young. Right. Even though he, like ordered the execution of the indigenous people of Uh Utah Uh and, you know, preached from the pulpit that black people would be slaves in heaven. Like horrible, horrible things. Horrible things. And the Mormons just have such a boner for both of them. Like they're just, they just love to talk about Brigham Young being the lion of the Lord. Right. And just, (laughs) and if you bring up any of that other stuff, it's like, well, it was a different time. Well, no, he was an asshole even for the time. Even fucking then. Even for the time. Yeah. Um, and then someone called him modern day Moses, right? Joseph or Brigham? Probably Brigham. Brigham. No, yeah. Brigham. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone he, referred yeah. to Brigham as modern day Moses. Also, you know who else was an asshole? Moses. <laughs> All those Old Testament prophets. Remember Noah got drunk and his kids saw him and then he cursed him and. Yeah. Because they saw him naked. Anyway. Right. All those assholes were assholes. Yeah. Anyway, it's like the song like Praise to the Man that you sing in church. Mm-hmm. That's some brainwashing shit. It's fucked up. Yeah. Like it's it's not even 
like like Mormons make this big fucking deal that like Jesus Christ is the biggest word in their logo and like Jesus is the you know, on the special logo yeah. and like they're just like the most Jesus centric church blah, blah, and then blah. you go to church and you're like praise to the man yeah you know? exactly I sing the chorus I sing the lines from the verse but the tune uh, of the oh, chorus oh okay mingling with God mingling with God I know yeah. he communes with his brethren <laughs> anyway it's horrible anyway. It's yeah. really weird. It's I really mean, weird for that's a cult shit. for a church that also teaches at the same time, you know, that God is the only God you can worship and that like like Mormons don't even believe that God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are all one, which most Christian religions do. Uh-huh. Like we actually <clears throat> believe that like no, we only owe our devotion to God through Jesus. Like we make this very clear distinction, but then we're also like praise to the man yeah. who commune with Jehovah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's fucking weird. I know. Like why are we singing weird songs about him? Yeah, cuz anyway, it's a cult. I hate him. Yeah. Um do you want to do number 3 or take a break? It's let's, for us, not for them. Let's go go ahead. And okay, number going. 3. Go. Number 3 and then we'll take a break for okay. us. Um, the other thing they get wrong is worthiness, and here's why. Okay. Um, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, one of the, like, uh, young women values. Uh-huh. For, is if serving cunt. If there's, <laughs> if there's anybody listening who didn't go through young women's or is a never mo, the young women's have these values. Uh, I don't remember, I don't, I don't know how many are there are today, but when I was in young women's, there were six. Seven of them, I think, and we had to recite them every Weekly, single yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Um, so you're like popping that pussy, serving cunt, <laughs> coming in clutch. Yeah. I um, don't know what the other values. Yeah. Are. No, but one of them is infinite worth. Okay. And when you go into depth, it's about how we are spirit children of Heavenly Father, right. and that means that we are of infinite worth. There's no, there's no way to really like. Put a price on our value. Right. Um, but guess what? We have worthiness interviews. Right. Which is <laughs> constantly. Literally, the word worth is in the word worthiness. <laughs> yeah. It is worth the worthiness of you. Worthiness of the you. The amount of worth you um, have. Worthiness interviews to see if we can worthy enough to go to the temple. So what happens to that infinite worth? Yeah. And then every Sunday when they pass the sacrament, we are cautioned to only take the sacrament if we feel worthy to take it that right. week. Otherwise, um, if you don't take the sacrament, if you have sinned in the previous week, like a big sin, not right. like a... Because we all do sin, sinny shit. Sinny shit. Right. Um, but if you have touched a penis that is hard oh, right. on, on the, the inside, inside but also full soft, of blood. But then the skin moves. And the, yeah. Then you should nice not take check. the sacrament. Right. Um, because it, what is it? It's better like hang a millstone around your neck than to t- take the sacrament. No, that's That's about, a different thing. That's about children. That's about hurting children. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, it's like they make it a big deal yeah, yeah, yeah. if you gotta be worthy every single week to take the right. sacrament and then um there's uh oh, what was the other worthiness thing? well they're constantly talking about your your you know uh are you living a chaste life are you masturbating what thoughts are you having yeah, what thoughts are you having because thoughts are the same as actions are the same as actions and we're always having sinny thoughts it's just it's this- and Go ahead. And then parents 
kick their kids out of their houses who apparently have infinite worth. Right. If they are in the queer community. Right. It's this idea. What happens to the infinite worth? There's this thing like Mormons fucking love shame. They've got a boner for shame just like they have a boner for Joseph Smith and Brigham Young. <laughs> like they. Mingling. They love to shame people for the things they've done. And they love to feel shame for the things they have done themselves. Yeah. And shame, in my mind, is the most useless emotion. Like, you never make changes based on shame. Or if you do make changes based on shame, Uh those changes do not last. You know, if you stop doing something because you're ashamed of it, then the chances of you actually stopping to doing that doing that thing are like next to none. Right. If you stop doing something because you've thought about it and you've decided, you know, you've made a, like a conscious decision, you want to do things differently or whatever. But like this, it's this idea of like shaming people for like their feelings and their thoughts. And guess what? It's just about control. I know. And it's guess all about what? Control. I felt shame all the time as a Mormon, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. I never did. <laughs> I was gay. <laughs> I was like bo- baptized in shame. In shame, yeah. yeah. Drinking it, IV yeah. Just, of yeah. it. So my number three. A hard penis full of, of blood. Of shame. shame. blood. Right. but And it's hard because of the shame. Right. But it's soft, soft on, on the, the outside, outside because, because of the shame. Because of the shame. Yeah. <laughs> so my number three is patriarchal blessings. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's something that sounds totally normal. When you're... An, a later teen, you drive to an old man's house. He, like, does some fortune telling. <laughs> like, he literally puts his hands on your head and just <clears throat> says whatever bullshit comes to mind. Yeah. Whatever bullshit he wants to say. His wife transcribes that, prints it on a piece of paper with official church letterhead, and gives it to you. And that is, like... And, like, Mormons are, like, so against, like, tarot or astrology right, or, right. you know, fortune or whatever. <laughs> but yet they <clears throat> they hold true and fast to this weird old man in their ward, ward whose house smells bad. Maybe he's in their stake. <laughs> who, puts his, who puts his hands on your head when you're 17. And they're And shaking. makes up some bullshit. Yeah. And that is the truth, the truthiest truth you've ever truthed. Right, right. Oh, it's so fucking funny. I had a friend in high school who um, got his patriarchal blessing. Uh And it didn't say anything about having children. Right. A lot of ours will say, and when you have seed and raise up those children in the gospel. His just didn't mention that. It didn't say he wasn't going to have children. Just didn't mention the kids. Right. I saw him at seminary the next morning and he was sobbing. Yeah. Because he thought that meant I'm not going to have children. Right. My, <clears throat> when I got my patriarchal blessing, which was right before my mission, I was super worried about like what career I should have, which is really funny. Cause like, why am I so fucking worried about my career when I'm 19 years old? I know. You know? I know. That's how they I'm do it. I'm so worried about my career because I want to grow up and like provide for a family. Oh. And basically my patriarchal blessing said, like, if you serve faithfully on your mission, you will come home and know the direction your career should take. Uh-huh. Which again, it's just some old dude in just his and it's some just, just an old dude just making up shit. Yeah. And so when I came home from my mission, 
and I still didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I just had to, I just read that sentence over and over again. Does this mean I wasn't worthy as a missionary? Like, was I not doing what I was, did I not fulfill like what I was supposed to do on my mission? Like just trying to, just trying to analyze and piece apart. Yeah. And it's just so funny. Like (coughs) you can believe what you want about, you know, astrology or horoscopes or whatever. These are Mormon horoscopes. Right. This is like someone reading a horoscope and going, oh, see where it says that. Yeah. That's talking about, you know, my boyfriend Gary and, you know, like whatever. <laughs> this is Mormon horoscopes. Yeah. It's some old dude in your neighborhood. Right. Who's like, and you will be a powerful preacher or whatever. Right. And then you're like, and then you read that and you think, oh, well, I'm going to be a powerful preacher. Right. It's so fucking weird. And Mormons do believe that they have... 100%. Exclusive tools. Right, 100%. That do these things. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, you're not a Mormon now and you look at that and you just go, what the fuck? I know. That was so crazy. It's embarrassing. It was so crazy <clears throat> that I thought some old dude in the neighborhood knew my fortune. <laughs> like, could tell me <laughs> my fortune. fortune. Let's take a break. It's for us. Let's take a break. Break. Let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh shit. We're back. I need to cough real quick. Oh, go ahead. I'll just walk over here. Um. One thing I like about our podcast. And that we do is that we've installed cough buttons on our microphone so that when we need to cough, you can just press that button and it mutes your mic. Um, and it's been really nice because then you never hear us cough or like clear our throats or anything. So, so you're welcome. Yeah. It's, a, it's really our professionalism that uh, does that. Um, okay. What's our number four? Um. Uh, Members cleaning the church. Oh, yes. (laughs) This is closely related to my number four. Oh, good. I mean, okay. So the church. So explain for the non mos Yeah, never mos (laughs) I'm going to eat a chip. Um, But but I'm going to push my cough on so you won't hear me chew. Right, right. I know there's some people that really like to hear me eating. (laughs) No, they don't. Not a soul. Not a soul does. Um, By the way, I just want to say, so... The other day, Ashley sent a Marco, I mean, Sister Twain sent a Marco Polo. And like, in the Marco Polo, first she was juicing vegetables. And fruits. And fruits. So it was like, in the background. And then she was, and I was like, when I while I was listening, I just had my headphones and I was like cleaning my kitchen. So I wasn't looking at the screen, so I couldn't really see you. So first you were juicing vegetables and then you were like whipping eggs or, or yes. like whisking eggs. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. there was like a sound and then there was like a thump there was like a duh, 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 duh sound i don't know what that one was do you remember no you were like it was it kind of sounded like you were playing like paddleboard you were like pounding on something no, anyway that's hot so just so you know this is not just a gift <laughs> given to you the gentle listener this is also <clears throat> on marco polos okay so, so i there have been a couple ways that it's been done uh for members cleaning the church building right um but it's volunteer based. Allegedly. Allegedly. And sometimes the primary kids would have a whole day primary activity oh. where they'd clean. We the, never did that. The building and then they'd have some treats. Um, <clears throat> Do you remember though when we were kids they would pay someone to clean the church? Do you remember that? Like yeah. I, when I was a kid, they would choose, they would find someone in the ward who like needed the money or uh-huh. needed extra help and they would hire them right. 
and pay them right. to clean the church. Right. And and I don't know if that's something they've eliminated across the board. Yeah, they the don't board. do that. Yeah, that's okay. been eliminated. <clears throat> I have been in a bishopric, so I oh, know these right, things. Oh, yeah. right, right. So, uh, and then there was youth activities where sometimes we'd clean the building. But the, maybe there was a rotation of, like, yeah, families. Yeah, in my ward, like, both growing up and, like, when I was, like, a young father... It was like you were supposed to like sign up for a Saturday. Yeah. And then you or and if you didn't sign up, they would sign you up. Right. And then it was your responsibility you. to bring your family. Yeah. And come and like vacuum the church and uh-huh. clean the bathrooms and empty out all the trash cans. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a big building. It is a lot. And I just love the the free labor that this oh, yeah. church that is worth over $300 billion is trying right. to. Right. Like, do. they really could, I mean, you could use it as a way, as sort of a kind of a welfare system of, like, here's someone in our ward who can't hold down a typical job for whatever reason. Sure. So we're going to hire <clears throat> them, and we're going to pay them a living wage uh-huh. to be the person who cleans the church. Right. Like, you could do that, and the church has the money to do that. Absolutely. But it, but instead... Uh-huh. They just sign you up to be the volunteers right. to clean the church, right? And they make it about service, which right. is such a tenet right. of of Mormonism. It's such a spiritual thing, right? Um, so it's really an, a really a privilege. It's and a blessing. It's a privilege to get to go clean the church, uh, right? Um, and you know, just like in with cults, the more you give of yourself, right, to the organization. The more committed you are to the organization. It's so fucking gaslighting. Like, again, all of these things that we're talking about today, like, I know none of them are, like, revolutionary. Like, we're not bringing up something you've never thought of before. But when you look at that through a different lens as you've left the church, is you were like, this organization has billions of dollars. And they make volunteers come and clean the building. Yeah. Instead of just paying someone to clean the building. Right. Which they could easily do. Easily. And and easily, again, like I said, bless someone's life who might have a good, uh-huh. like they could pay like a good living wage. Yeah. They could give, they could give benefits. They could have you have health insurance. Yeah. You know, for cleaning the, Absolutely. the building. Absolutely. Absolutely. But instead, even though they're like sitting on like more money than God, <laughs> they're like, no, you need to come and volunteer and you're lucky to get to do it. Yes. Because of all the blessings it's you'll get. It's a privilege. It is the house of God. And if God. you complain about it or you don't want to do it, like that's, again, an indictment of you. Like yep. you're a bad person. Yeah. You're not You're not grateful. You're selfish. Like you don't want to give your time to the Lord. Right. It's so fucking gaslighting. Yeah. On the same note. Yes. My number four. Yes. Paying for missions. Oh, God. <laughs> when you are a Mormon. Such a similar thing. Yes. When you are a Mormon and you send your child on a mission, which is where they go for and they go and work for free for the church uh-huh. for two years and preach the gospel and try to get more converts and more tithe payers. Yeah. So they're they're literally working full time for the church. Uh-huh. You pay the church for that privilege. Yeah. They are not paying your child yeah. who is working full time, more than full time, who is right. working seven days a week. You know, 12 hours a day doing this work. They're yeah. not getting paid. Right. You as their parent are writing a check each month. Right. 
and sending it to the church that has $125 billion <laughs> so that your child can work for free uh-huh. for the church that has $125 billion. Right, right. Like, it's so fucked up. Right. It reminds it's me. It's so fucked it up. It reminds me of how in Keep Sweet um, about the FLDS, they talk about how the FLDS has this great empire um, construction empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason, one of the reasons it does so well is because they make the boys work for free. Yeah, they don't pay anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, it makes a shit ton of money. Right. Because they're not paying anyone to do the construction work. Right, right. They're not paying their laborers. So, it's just bonkers to me. And I swear, I don't know what the price is now. So, if you know someone, please write in and tell us. It's like $500 a month. Like, it's a lot. Isn't it like $10,000 for two years or something like that? I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I know... When I, I feel like when I was on a mission, it was like 280 or something dollars a month. Oh, God. <laughs> but, <sighs> and then when you're a missionary, like, it's not like that, ch- that money from your parents just gets sent to you. No. That money goes into a fund that the church controls. Uh-huh. And then they pay your rent and whatever themselves. And then they send you money each week. Uh-huh for food right and for like bus passes and whatever and whatever what you need you. to buy and <clears throat> like i just remember being a missionary and like it's not like they're sending you a great amount of money yeah like i remember thinking we never bought vegetables because we thought they were too expensive when i was a missionary wow. vegetables you know wow like we i remember one time we were so poor we had run out of money and there was I was a missionary in Italy and in Italy they have they have a lot of strikes and they're like scheduled ahead of time. They're like, We're gonna be on strike next week, just so you know. And then they and like they're pre planned for how long they're gonna be. So there was a week. So we would get our money from the post office because it would come as like a I don't even know, like a money order or something. Like oh my it would God. and there was a week where we did not get the post office was on strike, so we could not get our money. Oh, my God. Because, again, our parents weren't sending the money to us. They were right. sending it to the church. Right. And then the <clears throat> church would take out what they felt like we needed to live on uh-huh. and then forward that to us. Uh-huh. So we couldn't get our money. And so all we had in the, literally, literally, all we had in the house was were some onions. Stop it. Some flour. Oh, my God. And oil. Oh, so we like made like a, onion rings. A blooming onion. <laughs> we made like onion rings <laughs> to eat because that's the only food we had. And you know what? We thought it was, we just, it was so faithful. Like yeah, we just yeah. love to it tell that like, story. Yeah. We just love to right. tell that Testimony story. Testimony builder. We just were like, we were sacrificing for the Lord. <laughs> no, we were sacrificing for a $125 billion organization yeah. Yeah. that could have <clears throat> paid us enough money that we could be. Like I really think, if I'm remembering correctly, I swear I had 20, well, it was 20 at the time, mille lire, which means 20,000 lire, but that was about $20. Like, I swear I had $20 a week to spend on groceries in my budget. So I had, you know, I had a certain amount of my budget that had to go to like a bus pass or like a Metro card or whatever. And then I, I really think that each missionary we had about 20. I remember if I ever spent more than 20, I just thought, oh, I'm being wild and crazy. <laughs> Living $20. beyond dreams. $20 a week. Oh my so God. we would just buy a bunch of like shitty pasta. Yeah. And we would buy like cheap meat and like cheap tomato sauce. Oh, and that's all we ate. God. Anyway. On a related note. And for that privilege, my parents were writing a check every week for the Mormon church. 
Yeah. And sending it in. Yes. To the, sending it into Zion Investing. <laughs> for slave labor. Zion Investing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I could work for free. Exactly. Um, I don't know who I was having this conversation with, but it was a in the last week. Someone w- was telling me, maybe Hugh, that missionaries don't go door to door right now because of COVID still. Oh, I don't know. That was, it was not me. Okay. And I'm just, all I could think was, here we are. Almost three years, about about two and a half years since the big fast they did Uh during COVID. To end COVID. I think it was April of 2020. Right. Two and a half years later, the missionaries still can't go door to door. So again, back to my number one. (laughs) Right. That fast was like pretty good. But but there was like good enough. They got like, you know, 300,000 people to fast, but they needed 350,000. Right. And maybe there were people who only skipped two meals instead of a full 24 hour fast. And so God was like, fuck you, bitches. Yeah. He was like, if if you're going to fast to end a global pandemic, then you better get enough people to fast, goddammit. Can God say God damn it? I think so. Anyway. Yeah, he gets to say whatever he wants. Anyway. Well, it didn't work. Um, uh, what's your number five? My number five is, is loud laughter. Okay. So, <laughs> so in the temple, for right. those of you never mos or ex-mos who've never been through the temple, one of the covenants right. you make right. is to, and I quote, avoid loud laughter. Right. Right. There are TikToks upon TikToks of infants laughing loudly. Yeah. At the silly things mom or dad is doing or a sibling. Right. It is such a natural, happy, and wonderful thing. And I would hear my mom loud laughly, loud laughly, my God, laugh loudly (laughs) to uh, David Letterman. Oh, well. Five nights a week. So would my dad. And you know what? It was one of the few times in my house that I felt safe. Oh, oof. Oof. Yeah. Whenever my mom would laugh and she has a signature cackle like I do, uh-huh. I would feel safe. Oh, but she was sinning at the time. Uh, yes, it was. she was breaking them covenants. <laughs> she was committing sins. Like, for fuck's sake. Has anyone ever asked, like, what's the loud laughter thing about? Do you even know? Yeah, that that it is one of those things that, like, <clears throat> is said in the temple, but you never talk about it in other context. You never have a Sunday school lesson about what does it mean to avoid loud laughter. Right, <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, like, laughing is bad. Is it because loud sounds make the Holy Ghost run away scared or... I, I mean, I genuinely think that, like, sound. Joseph Smith put that in because, like, he didn't want people making fun of him. You know what I mean? Like, for real. Like, that's probably what it was. Uh, my father, may he rest in peace, would laugh loudly about Seinfeld. Uh-huh. And he would go, <laughs> that George Costanza, he's a jerk. Stop, stop. <laughs> that's what he would say. Oh, my anyway. God. Jesus, what's your number five? My number five. I don't exactly know how to quantify this. But this, and this is this is kind of a specific Utah thing. But I also want it to sort of, I wish Mormons could, could step back and see the forest for the trees with this specific Utah thing. Oh. Because, because <clears throat> I think these things that I'm about to tell you about are indicative of major, major systemic problems brought on by mormonism but mormons don't see them okay so when you drive up and down i-15 in utah you see two you see a million billboards but you see two more than any other 
Number one is for plastic surgery for women. Yes. Like breast augmentation, vagina tightening. Yeah. You know, whatever. All of it. And and just to be clear, let me say, I don't have any problem with women getting right. any sort of any like women or men or whoever getting any sort of plastic surgery they no. want. If you want to get if you want to get breast augmentation, great. Like yeah. I don't have any problem with that. Right. <clears throat> and you and the other thing you see on billboards is billboards for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> like clinics that treat erectile dysfunction. Uh-huh. So we have a bunch of men in the state who can't get a heart on to have sex. Right. And that could be for a million reasons. Depression. Because here's the thing. Because as someone who suffered from erectile dysfunction because I was in a heterosexual marriage (laughs) and who had many conversations with doctors about erectile dysfunction. Because I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Spoiler, it's because I was gay. Oh my God. Doctors would say to me, and I did a ton of research on the internet, it is not normal for a man in his like 20s, early 30s to have erectile dysfunction. Right. I mean, if it happens occasionally, sure. Yeah. Whatever. That, you know, we all, you know, we all know that happens. Yeah. But if it's if it's happening systemically, like if it's happening repeatedly, this is a sign of a bigger problem. Uh-huh. Either there's depression, there's stress, there's anxiety, whatever. So why does Utah and Utah County, the heart of Mormondom, <laughs> have so many billboards for erectile dysfunction number one all your husbands are gay (laughs) i would call back to a previous episode and number two what is going on in those marriages yeah where these men are either depressed or anxious or stressed or whatever surprise surprise and can't get a heart on yeah when they're in their 20s yeah and they have to go see a doctor and so fucking sad and and about the plastic surgery thing again here we are in this community and in this culture that teaches that like the outside beauty is not important, that we focus on what's inside of people, that our spirits are what matter, that we're uh, all child uh, of God, uh, children uh. of God. And meanwhile, <clears throat> splattered across billboards in Utah, and again, especially in Utah County, mm-hmm. are billboards encouraging women to have breast augmentation, get, have, facelifts. get a facelift, get their vagina tightened right. after they have their babies. Right. Like something's wrong Some, here. Yeah. Like, those should not... And again, if you have erectile dysfunction, you need medical help. Or if you want to have plastic surgery, I don't care. That's fine. Right. No. Like, like if that isn't... If you as an individual decide to do those things, great. Right. I have no problem with that. Yeah. But if that is, like, a major... Like, a big enough part of the state's economy (laughs) that it's advertised on billboards on the main... Kind of the, the main freeway that runs through the state. Yeah. Like... We need to step back and see the forest because we're just looking at the trees. Yeah. Yes. And the trees don't have boners. And the trees have big, hard titties. But we need to look at the forest (laughs) and we need to say, Connect the dots. What the fuck? Connect the dots, people. So there's something really insidious and really dark and really sad in all these marriages across the Wasatch Front. Yeah. Where the. Where the woman thinks she isn't pretty enough because <laughs> right. she's had babies, which she's been commanded to do. Right. So now she has saggy breasts and stretch marks and whatever. It's so she's following the commandments, but now her enough. husband still isn't attracted to her. Enough. And yeah. then her husband can't get a boner <coughs> because he is depressed or he's gay or he's, you know, whatever. Whatever. So many problems. And instead of saying, wait a minute, men. where are these problems coming from? We're just like, here's your... Breast augmentation, right. here's your boner pills. Right. Anyway. 
I would love to know like some statistics of reported uh, erectile dysfunction in Utah versus other states amongst among certain demographics. I know. Demographic. I wonder if you could find that somewhere because like it's got to be the one of those like underreported statistics because who's going to admit to some survey or whatever that they uh, can't get a hard on, yeah, you know? Yeah. But like the evidence is there. <laughs> like these clinics are not paying for billboards unless they're bringing in traffic ding, ding, of ding, all ding, these ding, young ding, men who yeah. can't get hard. Unless they know it's, right. a, it's something that will, uh, that's a market that's already been tapped. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, great. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so, so here's what, here's the takeaway. Okay. Here's the too long didn't read. Mormonism is fucked up. <laughs> you guys, it's so fucked up. Ain't it though? It's so dark and twisty. And we all, not all of us, because I know some of you are never mos or some of you are what do we call Mormons who leave the church early like? Like early mos? Or um, like or like like, like people like people that were Mormon but like didn't really go and kind of left in their teen years. Yeah. Do they have a name? They are called the skip out mos. Skip mos. Skip mos. The skip mos. Yeah. So some of you are skip mos, <laughs> some of you are never mos. Cut it short. I get mos. it. But but listen, Mos, we all, we all believe this bullshit. We were like, this old man in my neighborhood can tell me my future. If I'm not grateful yeah. and happy all the time, it's because I've done something wrong. And he's going to tell me what imaginary tribe I'm from. What what Jewish tribe I belong to. My penis, my penis can't get hard. Has nothing to do with the culture or my religion. It's just... I'm going to go to this clinic for it. Like, Maybe we, it's the pollution. We all swallowed this hook, line, and sinker. We did. We really Much did. like when you're holding a hard penis. Okay. Yeah. Maybe and, full of blood. And it's full of blood. And the skin yeah. moves, so it's hard but also soft. And so when you're moving your hand up and down right. it. Your hand is sliding across the skin, but also the skin is it's moving. It's moving, and yeah. it's kind of fun yeah. to feel it. Much like... We swallowed the church hook, line, and sinker. We, we swallowed the cum from that hard penis. We did. We lapped it up. Every we lapped last it up. Drop hook, spooge, and and, and, and stinker. Stand. I don't know. Hmm. So what's similar. The tip, what's the tip of the penis? The called? glands. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I know my penal anatomy. Hook, spooge, and glands. <laughs> That's how we swallowed Mormonism. <laughs> Just like come all over our face, yeah. but it was right in our mouth. And right. we were like, yes. Delicious. This old man knows my future. Okay, wow. Now I just think about sucking off a patriarch. I'm going to have to go jerk off. Um, because of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, so let's... anyway, if you. Uh, let's put this out of our misery. If you want to help Wait, us pay what? our bills next month, you can subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot drinks. You've now promised like 17 things in the Patreon this month. <laughs> I hope you remember what all of them are because I don't. Okay, it was. I'm you gonna... did a really good job though last month. Like you, we delivered on almost everything. No, we really did. Well, not almost everything. No, like 70% okay. of everything. So I'm going to talk about uh, what I said at my son's school. Right. I'm going to talk about. Um, Your statement of purpose for grad statement school. Statement of purpose for grad school. And then I'll talk about something else that I mentioned. Okay. You'll go back and re-listen. I won't. Okay. And so I'll need a gentle listener to message me the three things I said I was going to post on the Patreon. On the Patreon. Please. And then we'll work on getting those done. Yeah. Although we don't have the vampire show to watch anymore. So what reason do we have to hang out? Nothing really. Uh. I may never see you again. 
the podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Well, if you... So anyway, patreon.com slash hot drinks. You pay us a very small, very nominal amount $1, of money. $1, $3, $5, $10. Right. And then after that... And then we can pay our credit card bills and each then month. You can, you can, if you can afford to pay us $200 a month... Yeah, someone should do that. Why wouldn't you? Oh, God. If someone would do that, that'd be great. It would. I could get my brakes fixed. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not, we don't want you to pay us because like we're going to provide. They sound like the wraiths. We don't want you to pay us. Lord of the Rings. Because we're going to provide excellent content. (laughs) We want you to pay us because we're sad and pathetic. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, and don't forget, Mormons ain't shit. I also need new tires. Yeah. I don't. Okay. But I have a lot of credit card debt. Anyway, um, so patreon.com slash hot drinks. You can follow us on Instagram, hot drinks. Yeah, we do drinks great, with an A. Great work on Instagram. You're going to post something tonight from my house, right? I, I totally am. Okay, great. Um, I'll do it right now. And then you can email us. Wouldn't it be great if someone emailed us? Please email us hot drinks for the belly at gmail.com. And we might read it. Oh my God, we haven't had an email in so long. I know. If someone would email us, probably that would be because great. we. Sucked at responding. Maybe. Anyway. But every time we got an email, we would read it and go, oh my God, this is good shit. Yeah. yeah. So send us some good shit. Okay. So anyway, we love you. Happy solstice. Goodbye. <laughs>